Welcome back to another episode of the Kitman Podcast. My name is Rohan. Thank you guys for joining us. I know we've been inconsistent with our uploads, but literally we could not help it. We have time time zone differences, people traveling, actual jobs. So so we've been busy. We've been busy. But joining me today to break down the top 10 U23 players in the Premier League, including 23-year-olds, is on a transfer from Switzerland, Melina. Melina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad your loan spell in Switzerland um, yeah. ended up with you returning. I couldn't do the cold. I had to come back to my yeah. roots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And then also, we have Gareth, possibly the greatest mind in football. Gareth, how are you? Uh, very doubtful about that one. Um, a couple. What was it? A couple of weeks ago, I was convinced Eddie and Ketty was better than Gabriel Jesus. And I watched the Everton game. I was like, oh, I really miss Jesus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Excited to get into this list. Yeah, let's get into it. So, so honorable mentions because someone forgot to include someone on their list. So, players who we would have had on the list but we couldn't fit. Molina, kick it off. Uh, Garnacho. I forgot about him. I was literally just listening to a podcast and they said Garnacho, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I don't. I don't know how I forgot about him because I'm obsessed with him. Um, I think he. He is so young. I think he's only like 18, 19. And he plays with such fearlessness that you would attribute to an 18-year-old. Um, and sort of like a naivety almost. Because he, that dude is fearless. He will do whatever he wants. And no, he's a dog. Like whenever um, Eric Ten Hag puts him on, like something good happens. Something new happens. He's extremely creative. Um, I think, you know, this is just the beginning for him. And I can't believe I forgot. I don't know if he makes my top 10 list, but I do agree he's fearless. He kind of reminds me of Martinelli. I don't know your thoughts on that, Gareth. Uh, yeah, I, c- I can kind of see that. Um, fearlessness is, is a great, uh, the right word for him. I love, you can see, like, not you know how, like, young kids will look up to Ronaldo and stuff, and they'll be like, oh, I want to be like Ronaldo, and they'll do the suey and all that stuff. Yeah. When he was first breaking through and he was doing that, I thought, oh, this is a bit cringe. But when you actually watch him and then you listen to him uh, in interviews and stuff, I can see that same hunger that Ronaldo had. And I think that's actually like, um, yeah, really, really admirable from him. And it's going to take him to the top, whether his talent would or not. Um, that that drive that he seems to have um, is really, really admirable. So, yeah, um, having Messi as an, a team, an international teammate and mentor Definitely. and then Ronaldo as a someone you look up to, um, and was a teammate, of course, at club for a little bit as well. Um, yeah, that if that rubs off on him, even like 10%, he's yeah. going to be an unbelievable all player. All needs. I mean, when you're with greatness like that. All right, but let's move into our list. Notable exceptions from the list. Like, pe- these players did, was not on anybody's list. Darwin Nunez. Cody Yakbo. Kai Havertz. <laughs> and... <laughs> Melina's <laughs> <laughs> just laughing at Kai Havertz. Batty Ashile and Michael Olise. I guess those last two aren't crazy, but but how do we feel about those three? I mean, did you forget them or something, Melina? No, I did not even think no. about it. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, but I th- I thought it was interesting. You know, Darwin Nunez, Cody Yakbo, two Liverpool players. They're two, I guess, core signings the past two years, mm. and both under twenty three. Both don't make this list. Um. Mm. I but think, with that yeah. said, oh, go for it. Yeah. Cody, um, I 
think it's more of just like I really haven't seen him play. Like I saw him in the World Cup, and I I've heard about him at um, P- where was he? A- Ajax? Ajax? No, PSV Eindhoven. Okay, yeah, I heard about him, but I'm I'm not watching the Dutch league. Um, and I saw him in the World Cup, and he was great. And now it's just like I've only seen him what three four times for Liverpool. It's not enough for me to judge. And I think Darwin, mm. he also is sort of like fearless, just like Garnacho, but the output is not there yet. You know what I he mean? He could do with a little bit of fear. He yeah. 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 He, and like, I don't know. He reminds me of like, I said this before, Fernando Torres at Chelsea, just like missing the wide open shots. Mm. And I, I think that's just, he's still young and still adjusting to the prem. It's a very difficult league. Um, but yeah. yeah, I honestly didn't even think about him. But Kai Havertz, if it If it clicks for Darwin. Yeah. If it clicks for Darwin, he's one that like everyone will put in there. But for me, like, my top ten, I just couldn't justify putting any of those names you you said above the ones that I've got, really. It's not even anything against them, but there's just some, you know, very good players yeah. uh, that are under 23, and I just prefer them to, yeah. to the ones you mentioned. I mean, the league is in safe hands. We, we don't have to worry about that. Mm. Um, I will say from ninth place to 13th, where we start off, nothing but, but n- no one had both the pl- – fuck, hold on. No one had these players on bo- on more than one list. All right. That was – I don't – you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, you understand what I'm trying to say. Okay. 13th tie, straight off the bat. Um, Amadou Onana and Ibrahim Kanate. Gareth had Kanate. I had Onana. I wanted to put Kanate. I think he's really, really good. But um, I it honestly it might just be recency bias because of – the form Liverpool are in, obviously their defense is kind of lacking, bleeding go- bleeding goals. I would have put Kanate in maybe last season, um, but no, I went with Onana. I, I really like Onana. I think he's a great player, and I would have put Sheik Decore, but Onana offers more going forward. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I considered Onana as well. Like um, he's a he's a fantastic player, and we've been seeing he's got like he's got a bit of that, you know that dog in him oh as yeah well. he has like, that dog in him he saw him he saw him uh, in the merseyside derby but even against arsenal he was like running all over the place he really every time he steps on the pitch he looks like he's got a point to prove um yeah i really considered him but Kanate, i put in 10th i just think he's proven it a little bit more for me i've watched him a bit more and Fair. yeah i do and i think he's like a fan- unbelievable young defender as well um I do think there's like uh, a couple of holes in his game. I think sometimes he's just a bit shaky, but that's the same for most young defenders. I think that's something that like with experience will go and then he'll be one of the best defenders in the world easily one day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's jump into 12th where Molina, you 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 come into the forte. The only one that has Sven Botman on your list. Had him in at ninth. Really? Interesting. Um well, I put him yeah. in because Newcastle have been electric when it comes to defending. Um, and personally, I didn't even know he was uh, under 23. I think he's 21, so he's, like, super young. Um, oh. But, yeah, the Newcastle defense, he's part of it. He's integral to it. Um, yeah, I don't know how I could have left him out. But now I'm like, Kanate. <laughs> so there's just so mm. many good players. That, like, yeah. We're saying, Gareth, like – it's so yeah. hard to put 10. 
I was I was really um, going back and forth between Botman and Canate um, because Botman's been better this season. Um, yeah. But I think a l- part of that comes down to the fact that that defence is just more organised and and the midfield is so good, whereas Liverpool's midfield is an absolute mess Tattered. and they've got two very attacking fullbacks. That leaves Canate much more exposed. So it's a much harder job. So I, I went uh, a bit kinder to Canate on that occasion, but I, like, I was like really split between them um so i'm glad you went with them so they're kind of like there together <laughs> yeah no i i would have put botman but honestly i haven't watched newcastle a whole lot this year i know they're a absolute castle in the back but you know i haven't seen botman enough for me to be like okay yeah he's a he, he makes this list he's definitely a top premier league defender for me but like the including 23 year olds in this list made it way way harder than mm. it should should have been but yeah. it's fine it's fine <laughs> um all right let's move into 10th where we have another tie this one is just me and melina i had ian Melier. i was actually surprised no, no one else had him i'll be honest and then melina you had martinelli and you were the only one who had him which surprised me because i thought gareth would put him oh interesting mm. oh okay. very right yeah because he was one of the first names that popped into my head yeah, I think I don't know. When I look at the names I've got down, I just can't justify Martinelli over them. Really, is basically that was my thing. Are you? Yeah, that's basically what it comes down to. Based on like overall or current season. I did overall with like how good I think they can be. Mm, yeah, I I mean I did it. I did it kind of a bit of both really um like i've got foden on my list which won't surprise anyone i don't think he's having the best season that he possibly could have especially in the more recent months mm-hmm. but um i think you you know his quality and you know what he's going to go on to achieve what he's already achieved yeah. so like for, yeah so i've kind of done a little bit of both um but to be honest i think like bar one okay maybe two players like it's mostly like what i've seen over the years what i can project as well into the future and i love martinelli but um yeah i just i think i do think he's a tad overrated as an arsenal fan um (laughs) he's not been great recently which is maybe maybe if he was in top form i would be like oh no he's got to be in there maybe earlier in the season i would have i would have said that but um yeah i just think um there's more players where I'm just like they're more complete. It's hard doing like different positions as well because how do you yeah. compare like a Canate or t- to a Martinelli or whatever? It's tough. But yeah, yeah I just, <laughs> I just, I do think he's a, just a tad overrated. What are your thoughts on Martinelli, Molina? I just think he's so dynamic. Like when he's on, he's on. I don't think there's mm. like you know one of those. It's one of those that are like um, on his day type of thing. I think mm. he is so like integral to that arsenal side like second to uh party and Saka, i think martinelli on his day again not current form i don't know mm. unplayable my yeah. thing is when he's bad he's so yeah. stinky and no yeah. one no one says anything because arsenal are performing so so well yeah but when he's bad yeah. he's so stinky like he shouldn't he he looks yeah. like he looks like Damari Gray and Anthony Gordon. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, do you think that that's like a, partly due to his youth? Like that that's kind of. Like I think it's due to his play style. Hmm? 
I, I think it's like yeah, yeah, his his youth, but also his his play style because those three players, Demar Gray, Anthony Gordon, and Martinelli, are all so direct. When they're on, they look amazing, but when they're off, they look horrendous. Yeah, mm. that is true. Yeah, the one good thing about Martinelli is even when he's off, he's he works really hard. So yeah, that's the like, thing. That that's kind of his saving grace. His yeah, it it allows him to kind of play more or less every game and makes him hard to drop. Yeah. Um, and when he is on form, like he had a really good spell at the start of the season where he was just on fire for months. And it was like, wow, he's finally hit it. And it's like, when's this going to stop? And now we've kind of seen it stop. It'd be really great if he did pick it up again because when he's on, he, we are a much, much better team because w- when he's not, we rely so much on Saka and it's frustrating. That's true. And you become very one sided as an attack. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's close out our last player that was only on one person's oh, one th- list. One thing I will say about oh, Martinelli yeah. as well. I think he he really thrives off the build uh, uh, the link-up play with Gabriel Jesus. Um, I think it's no surprise that when Jesus got injured, that's when you kind of see Martinelli dropping off. It's not that Nketi is like terrible at that, but Jesus just brings like another level. And I think this is why like I've recounted my, oh, isn't Nketiah amazing? Because I love him so much. Um, but like realistically, the extra things that Jesus brings really brings it out of Xhaka, who you've seen have a dip in form as well. Really brings it out of Martinelli, who you've seen have a dip in form as well since his injury. So hopefully, when he comes back, we'll see the best of Martinelli again. But yeah, I just think like he really relies on those players around him to link up with, and when that's not there, it's kind of like he can get a bit tunnel visioned. Absolutely. Well, sticking with you, Gareth, you were the only person to have Moises Caicedo actually. On your okay. list, and you had him fairly high. You ha- you had him seventh, so so yeah. fairly high for for to make a top ten list with mm. you being the only person who had him on. Yeah, no, I just I was going through my list and I had it all planned out, and then like I was going over other players, like have I forgotten anyone? And then like I was going through like a little list of Premier League players, and then he popped up, and I was like, he's got to be on there. And I think the reason why like he's like quite forgettable, like why I initially forgot him, and you know you guys might just maybe don't rate him as highly or maybe forgot i don't know um but uh for me i was just like he does something so different from like who the kind of player you'd usually put in this list um like he's not this super exciting um player but the what what he brings to a team defensively on the ball i think is something that can be a real game changer for a lot of teams um yeah, I really wanted Arsenal to sign him really, really badly because, and I was happy to overpay for him as well because I think he's an unbelievable young player. But um, and I also really want Partey out of the team. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so but I rate him so highly. Uh, I think he'll go, uh, he'll go to the top. But it is one of those where, like, I, I mean, even some of the players I've put below him on my list, I'm kind of like, I'm not a hundred percent sure whether I agree with that. But I just, yeah, I just think what he brings is really, really underrated in that. It, it's worked defensively and on the ball as well. Having a midfielder who's just kind of an all-rounder um, is obviously not the best like in the box kind of thing. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it's such a game changer. Uh, it, it makes all the difference. Molina, how come you left uh, Caicedo off? I'll be honest. I thought he was like 25. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not that crazy. His that's not Instagram that crazy. Post? There was a lot. There was a couple players. His Instagram. There was a couple players where I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you're you're under twenty three. Like, I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize. 
His um, Instagram post where he was like, one of those oh, was Kanate. I was like, oh, you must be like 30. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, i mean I, I didn't put him on just because a haven't seen enough of him i've seen him play like i've watched brighton and stuff like that but i, I think how he handled his transfer kind of like demanding out i didn't like that so he was already kind of working against me <laughs> and then um i think he is kind of getting a little bit overrated because of just being linked with arsenal for what what was it 100 mil right for, well, for a player well, that, I think Brighton were kind of like over demand. From the what I heard, it sounded like eighty was what they were more. Oh, eighty. Yeah. Still, eighty is 80's crazy. It's, yeah, no, it's 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 too much. Realistically, I was just I just really don't want Partey in the team. That's right. fair. <laughs> fair. I'm not mad at you. All right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. All right. Our first player that more than no, our first player that two of us agree on because. Oh, no, all three of us. All three of us agreed on this player. Saliba in eighth. Last on Molina's, sixth on mine, and eighth on Gareth's. Ninth on mine. Oh, no, I changed it. I changed you did it. change it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Molina, your thoughts on Saliba? Barely making your list. Yeah, so, first, okay, top tens are so hard for me because I'm like, how do you compare, like, obviously there's ones that are just like, mm so incredible and i'm sure we know who those are dillette would be throwing a fit right now uh, well dillette's not here <laughs> to throw his fit so dillette would have god. had reese nelson in the top three though thank god like. yeah <laughs> yeah um, saliba so i'm basing my list on like current season and projections like into the future i think he has an extremely high ceiling he has fallen off off a teeny tiny cliff as of lately um uh, quite a big cliff yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> um, but, you know, the beginning of the season, he was fantastic. He slotted right in. And I've said this all before. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of him. Um, he has fallen off of that teeny tiny cliff, as I say. Um, but I think the future is very bright for him. And it just depends on who's next to him in his uh, partnership for him to grow and develop. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Tenth is good for him, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I like I, I initially had him ninth and I bumped him up to eighth just because the guy I had in eighth, I was like, mm, I need to see more from you to justify putting you above Saliba. Uh, we'll get to that. But um, yeah, no, Saliba, like, I, I love the partnership of him him and Gabriel. And those first like eight, nine weeks of the season, he was genuinely like the best defender in the world in that period. And then it's not that like he's bad now, but he's just gone from that level to just being like, oh, just a very good centre back. Um, yes. which is fine. I mean, it's probably more his actual level. And then what he showed at the start of the season is what maybe he can get to consistently uh, uh, within a few years, hopefully. Um, yeah, no, he he's a really good defender for me. Like I said, I did it overall with a little bit of potential. So I think that's what mm. maybe bumped him a little bit higher up for me. Because I, d- I did have him fairly high, to be honest. What, what did I have? I had him six. So yeah. right kind of on the fringes I, of that. Yeah, which isn't mad as well. Like, it depends on how you like. I yeah. I think naturally weight attacking players a little bit higher for some reason. Um, it's just uh, it it's like hard for me to look at like again someone like a Foden and someone like a Saliba. It's like who would you rather have in your team? Well, it's hard to compare really because they're so Foden. so different. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so yeah. Um. It's just hard to place them. I could easily argue for him being fifth, sixth, and easily easily argue him being eighth, ninth, tenth as well. So. 
fair. Okay, seventh, Zhao Felix, 12 points. Fifth on mine, ninth on Gareth. I fifth fifth is fifth is high, but I really like Zhao Felix. I mean, he's kind of for me right outside that fringe of four established young players um, that are basically world class or mm. at least getting to that level. Um, I think he has world class potential. You look at him. I always say it: complete striker. What can he not do? Aerial threat, link up play, can take his man on, can shoot from anywhere. Um, creative, can drop into midfield, can get in behind. I mean, complete striker. Can stay on sides. <laughs> can stay on sides. Can stay on sides. Huge. Oh, my God. Huge yeah. for Chelsea. Yeah, massive. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, he is the player that I bumped down for to put Saliba up. And the only reason for all that was because I was thinking about weighting attackers versus... Uh, defenders. I think I've seen more from Saliba. I did watch a fair amount of Marseille last season, um, so I've watched a fair bit of Saliba before this season as well. And it was the way that when he was at Atleti, just didn't really fit into the system. And it's kind of unfair on him, but at the same time, it's like if you're really, really that top level player, I think you try and fit into any system and you adapt better than he did. Um, so that that went against him. But I think like. In the right system, he will go to the moon. Whether that will be uh, Graham Potter's Chelsea, we'll, we'll see. If he'll go back to Atleti when Simeone leaves and they get a, you know, a more a progressive manager, maybe he'll thrive there, I don't know. But I think it's just the fact that I haven't been able to see him over a consistent period perform to the levels that I do think he is capable of, but I just haven't seen it. At the World Cup, I thought he was fantastic as well. Like There were just these moments where like he would just change it for Portugal and it was you know yeah. kind of a shame he didn't get to play a little bit more um but then you know when you've got like Rafael Leao on the bench it's kind of hard to justify that as well so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Molina your thoughts as a Chelsea supporter uh so I had him at seventh um uh, I think I, I edited my list a couple times and I had him higher originally but sort of what Gareth is saying too like I just haven't seen him in a system that suits him at all like he's he's been playing negative football for like three years and everything that i'm basing, that's real football <laughs> everything that's like went into my says the man city fan <laughs> <laughs> um everything that went into my ranking for him is more like his benfica hype right when he was getting that move to atletico and mm. like the half an hour i've seen him play for chelsea <laughs> Um, I think he is going to transform this team. Him against West Ham, him and Enzo, I think, are still figuring oh. each other out. I think they're all figuring each other out still. Um, it's going to be a so sexy link-up. That, that goal, yes, though. That goal was beautiful. Oh, you know who's, you know, everybody else that we had as a forward is sending that up into somebody's porch? To the and rafters. The yeah. rafters. Yeah. So, yeah Imagine honestly, a Bamiyang trying to control that funny yeah no probably. no oh, no Aubameyang controls that Aubameyang probably like gets it on target or something but the thing is he would be offside first of all and second of all if he wasn't offside he wouldn't make the run Sterling skies it I'll tell you that now Sterling yeah. misses the net unfortunately so much Kai Havertz Kai Havertz oh no 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 Kai Havertz is offsides first of all <laughs> and then exactly. and then second of all he still misses Kai Havertz scuffs the shot, um, 
and then like somehow makes the rebound hits the post gets up sprints over shoots again misses yeah yeah Yeah, that's actually not that crazy no that because i've seen i do love kai habits i do love kai habits i've seen that exact thing (laughs) four times yeah if he got clinical he would be so good though for that 30 minutes against Fulham, that Kai Havertz, Jao Felix link-up was probably the best duo in the mm. world yeah. that day, yeah. but it and didn't then, last. And then God said, mm, you can't enjoy good things for too long. Yeah. Here you go. No, no, you can't. You're a Chelsea fan. Yeah. You can't. I can't. No. All right. St- sticking with Chelsea, though. Enzo Fernandez in its sixth with 14 points in total. Sixth on Molina's. Fourth on Garrett's. Ninth on mine. Oh, wrong hand. Whoa, Another one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Hear Nine. me out. Explain. Hear me out. Oh, I think... only played six months. Oh. I have a valid reason. I don't think you do. He's a Man City fan. He's jealous. One. No, no, no. no. <laughs> one. He. We only know about this kid for six months. Okay. No one can take this uh, unless no, you're I... like Azam or Gareth. Credit credit Azam and Gareth. I signed them on Football Manager last year. So exactly, exactly. They 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 were they were on top of their shit. All right. They, they I haven't had really seen out. him to be fair, but there you go. The rest of us, the rest of us, we need to stop acting like we have known this guy. Like he's Phil Foden or Vinicius or something, or or Bakayo Saka or Erling Holland, where he's easily one of the best players in the world. All right. We have seen this guy realistically. I would say a majority of us have seen him for less than 10 games. There's like eight games in the World Cup that he played. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he played five. Exactly my point. Exactly my point. That's half. That's half right there. Maybe That's six. Five I games. can't remember. Came on as a sub for one of them. Exactly. Four and a half games. No, no, no. Gareth. Five and a half. Huh? Oh, Lord. Five. It doesn't matter. Not, not long is what you're saying. Yeah, a- end of the day. Less Thank than five you. games we saw him in the World Cup. He was he was sensational those five games. He was great those five games. All right, don't get me wrong. World Cup final. There is fucking no one in the United States who is watching the Portuguese league in their free time. Okay, I don't even watch the Portuguese league in my free time. You say that as if it's like I reckon there's some. There's probably Portuguese oh. people here watching the Portuguese league. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say uh, the one is a Wonder Kid podcast, or whatever the podcast is called. Yeah, they they might be. They, that's yeah. their only source of Portuguese football is from the Wonder Kid podcast, and it's just that guy pronouncing names. It's not <laughs> any analysis. It's it's nothing. It's just him listing a starting eleven. Okay, so so and so, Melina's <laughs> losing her mind. But Zhao Kunshen. Yeah, exactly, it's, exactly. All right, and then we saw him for one game for Chelsea, and maybe a couple highlights of Welcome to Chelsea, Enzo. All right, so I haven't seen Bro play at all. I know he's amazing. I'm not saying he wasn't amazing in those World Cup games. I'm not saying his mixtapes aren't fucking sick, but I do not know <laughs> this guy. All right? I do not know this guy. I know him a little bit better than you because uh, I do like um, I do like Benfica, and so I do watch the odd game, and I watch them in the Champions League, um, especially because I, I, got, I got myself really hyped up that they were going to win the Champions League for some reason. Then they went and sold Enzo, so... Um, but they've got a sick team. So many good young players and Rafa. Oh, oh, I love Rafa. Anyway, um, so I, I did watch them a fair bit and he was just blowing my mind every game. Every game, I was just like, this kid, I need him at Arsenal. I was signing him in Football Manager and I was just getting myself so excited about him. And then the World Cup comes, he absolutely smashes it. And I'm just like, he is the truth. He is <laughs> the best under 23 midfielder, like central midfielder, not like a you know winger or whatever in the world. 
Melina, you look like you're about to I'm trying to go think on a I've made a mistake spree. there. Can Maybe I can wait. Yeah, first of all, um yeah, you go seen him for what, eight, nine games and everybody is obsessed with him. That is efficiency. You don't need to watch somebody. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. That is not efficiency. Don't yes, do that. Is. That is that is that is him being linked to Chelsea. The English media going, Oh, this guy is great. Oh, this guy is great. And everyone else is just like, Yeah, you know what? You're right. Like no, Alex, Alexis McAllister arguably had just as good of a World Cup as as Enzo Fernandez. Yeah, and you don't see Alexis McAllister getting a hundred million dollar move. I Alexis McAllister would be on this list. At Chelsea before I wanted Enzo, but now I believe in the Enzo project because I have read all the Twitter threads and how he literally transformed <laughs> clubs. That he see, that is what I'm saying. That is, that is what I'm saying, though. That is what I I'm saying, though. Watch him for me to know that he's been great. Because other people have He has him. been great. I'm not saying he's not been great, but it's been for 10 games. It's efficiency. It's efficiency. It's not efficiency. It's good form. That's good. That's the definition of good form. Arsenal Arsenal were literally perfect for 17 games and then lost to Everton. Yeah, Sean Dyche is Everton, though. Okay, yeah, have fair. Some respect. But have some respect for Sean Dyche. You know but, you would kill to have him in your midfield, and don't lie to me, Rohan. I would love to have him in my midfield, but I – and he might go up He might go up two more spots in that list if he played for Man City. I'll be honest. I'll be real with you. He might go up two or three more spots in that list. He's but two end of the day – offered me more than literally all of those bozos combined. Okay, your club is in the mud, all right? You guys were consistently starting Jorginho and Kovacic in 2023. I, you guys were consistently starting Jorginho and Kovacic. Yeah, but then Enzo came in. They drew 1-1 with West Ham, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you, you're Gareth. Thank you. No, but he got the assist. You had him <laughs> higher. I'm, I'm, I'm on the side of chaos. I, I think he's better than Foden. Ooh. All right, nah, let's Yay! chill out. He is. I've got him higher than Foden. Chill out, chill out, chill out. Chill out, chill out. I'd rather have him in my team than Phil Foden. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, that's a... Scandalous take. All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's just correct, isn't it? It we'll is get correct. There. End of the day. End of the day. I had Ian Melier higher than Enzo Fernandez, and I'm not mad at it. Ian Melier. Oh, I'm not got him on this list. <laughs> Ian Melier is a good player. He he's a good great. player, but he. I'm surprised this he didn't make all U23 This list. is a, a goalkeeper. Take. He's been doing it for two or three years, performing at a great level. Yeah, he, he's the I only know, reason that you he's said, not relegated. Last last season, he was atrocious. Last season, last season he was bad. But yeah. year before that, and this year he's been great shot stopping wise. Yeah, and yeah. I, I do think he's a good, a good young keeper. Um, and you know, I, just, he's not better than Enzo Fernandez. He's though, is not he? better than Enzo Fernandez. That's. I would say it's been ten games, guys. It's been ten it games. Been yeah, but Melier's had about ten good games in his career. <laughs> that's not true. Okay. Final eleven, but. All right. See, and that's more than Enzo. Oh my God. All right, <laughs> I think we need to move on. on somebody. Um, Anyways, love you guys. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go to fifth place. Sixteen points, beating Enzo Fernandez by two points. Is Dejan Kulisevsky um, fourth on Molinas? There's some on... scandalous behavior going on here. <laughs> it's not that, guys. Guys. No, no, unless you're Foden, Azam Foden or Gareth. Above unless you're Azam or Gareth, there's no reason 
or a Chelsea fan, there's no reason Enzo Fernandez is like a top top four U23 player in the Prem. Hey, yes though. What do you mean? Unless you're, it's Armand Gareth. Because you guys have you guys have consistently watched him and you know this guy. Well, no one else knows this guy. They're just buying into the hype. I'm calling people on their bullshit. Okay, so you're not you're not having to go at my me ranking them high. You're having to go. No, at no, 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 no. People who aren't here. Go, I'm having a go at people. James, just who didn't into the turn up. No <laughs> oh, I've got work in the morning. Yeah, well. Yeah. All right. Um, Kulisevsky. Kulisevsky is above Enzo Fernandez in this list. Do I think potential-wise Enzo is better than Kulisevsky? Absolutely yes. Yes. But Kulisevsky is ahead of him right now. Um, fourth on Molina, seventh on mine. Molina, why do you like Kulisevsky? Um, because he changes that Tottenham side from being, like, actual dog shit to something of a football team. Cat um, shit. What? I said cat shit. He turns them into cat shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that an upgrade potentially i i mean no. cats can poop inside dogs can't <laughs> my dog can. no plus one um but yeah i um son has fallen off a cliff and i think kulisevsky could potentially be the future of tottenham especially because i think they're gonna sell harry kane in the summer and obviously they don't play the same position but like forwards attackers whatever um, but Tottenham are so unserious as a football club. I don't know if they will get him, like, what he needs. You know what I mean? I was surprised that the, I didn't know who he was, and I'm pretty sure that's just, like, pure Conte signing. And I was like, who the hell is this kid? And then I saw him versus Manchester United in his debut, and I was like, oh, <laughs> you're really good. Um, yeah. I think he has yeah. the potential to be the future of Tottenham. But it sucks because it's like his potential isn't even based on his own playing ability. It's based on Daniel Levy and him not being like a penny-pinching cheapskate. You know what I mean? Fair. Fair. I, I mean, I hold it over Dillette all the time because when, <laughs> when, when they brought in Kulisevsky and Bentacore that last January, was it? Mm-hmm. Dillette gave them like a terrible transfer rating. It was like, both these players suck and they don't yeah. move me emotionally. And they've both They're turned into like consistent starters. That. Yeah, 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 they're arguably along with the, Kane. Yeah, along with yeah, Kane, exactly. like they're that'd be number one. Best, best players on Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, no, no, I agree with you there. The best thing I can say about Kulusevski is I'm desperate for him to leave Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an Arsenal fan, so realistically. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, Arteta wanted him as well. Um, although I'm not sure if he was going to put him on the left or what. He'd probably do his job on the left. Probably be good. But um, probably the reason we didn't go for him is ultimately because we got Saka. But um, yeah, no, the, uh, the best thing I can say is I just really want him to leave. I don't want him there no, anymore. I like problem. him too much. Yeah, and oh, if they fumble him, because they haven't got him over the line yet. Um, no, they haven't. I think they if they qualify for Champions League football this year, it's then it's confirmed that he will join. Otherwise, they've got like an option to sign or something. But with an option to sign, someone could come in and match the bid and he could choose to go there. Okay. So I'm praying that, like, I don't know. I don't really want him to go to City. But You've he been would, scheming he this would be for so a while. good at City. I've been trying to, like, find, like, a loophole for him to get him out of Tottenham. Like, I just yeah. want to... Even if he goes to, like, a title ride, but at least I could just enjoy the football a bit more. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Let's move on into fourth place. Beating Enzo Fernandez by six points. Oh Kulisevsky by four points. 
Kulusevsky by four points. Philip Foden in at 20. Molina and Gareth, you both had him fifth, which I think, obviously, a little bit low. Um, I had him third. I would have accepted fourth, but I think you're both wrong. Wrong answers. Well, what um, do you think? You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wrong hands, as usual. Yeah. That's it again. All right, Molina, take it away. He's been dog shit. Again, like, he has... You want to talk about falling off a cliff? Where is he? Where is he? Where? He's literally injured. He's literally injured. Mm, I'm injured. Not I'm not moving. He trained the whole week and then he is didn't he stop. Injured the way he was Hall great. Was halftime? I don't think so. He was great during before the World Cup. Let's not act like he wasn't amazing. He was okay. in he excellent was form right before the World but Cup. I'm looking at him now, and I'm just not moved. I don't. I just think something. I. I don't know. Something is going on at City that we're not really talking about. I think a lot of players are wanting to leave. And I'm not oh, saying they... that Phil Foden wants to leave. I There's just a lot of strange He should leave. He should leave. I'm pro Foden out. <laughs> you, hate, you hate your own club so much. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. I'm pro Foden leaving for his own career. He's a player that – he's a midfielder who has, I would say, 30 goals and assists in him a season in all competitions, but because he plays in such a rigid system where there's no creativity, he's not allowed to, like, shoot or dribble or pass as yeah. he normally would. Like, let's say he went to Madrid. I think he gets 30 goals in assistant in a season. Like, I think he's a midfielder who has that mid – wide midfielder who has that potential. Mm. So, for his career, I'm pro Foden leaving. But as a City yeah. fan, I literally – if he leaves, I'll kill myself. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i i didn't leave him off i'm just i'm being a little dramatic i think we all know i have an air for the dramatic um but i just i don't know i think something is going on over there and i think he's unhappy and he has not been good since the world cup and you cannot say otherwise no 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 i'm not disagreeing with that i i would say but before the world cup he was amazing but, oh yeah, for sure. Establish that. If this yeah, was six okay. yeah. but yeah, no, during Yeah, yeah, since since um since the World Cup, definitely I think City have just been a little bit stagnant in mm -hmm. general. And I agree, I do think all the City players are unhappy. And yeah. I think just using Cancelo alone as an example um of oh. what happens if you speak out against Pep kind of yeah, kind of yeah. made everyone re recorrect themselves. Maybe that's why De Bruyne hasn't been starting. Maybe that's why Foden has been like training and then not actually playing. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so, so I understand it. Cancelo, I hope if Chelsea don't win the Champions League, I want it to be Bayern so bad, just so that when he comes <laughs> back to Pep, he's he got the medal. Stop showing it to everyone. And he burns them. He's like, yeah, you want to get rid of me? Look now. What do I have? What do you not have? And then Pep brings out his four Champions League. <laughs> yeah. Well, one, one from when he's a player and goes and then just sends him back sends him off sends him to like Scunthorpe or something yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so it's ripping it up in League One send, send him to Stoke send, yeah. send him to Leighton Orient that's, oh, where, yeah. that's where he belongs but on Foden um, yeah Foden. yeah 
he was unbelievable for the World Cup, and I think he was really good at the World Cup as well. I do think he really thrives when he's allowed to be a bit more creative. Um, yeah. And I think Pep was allowing that before the World Cup, and I think um, Southgate as well was m- much more... Um, I think Kane actually performing for England for once definitely helped, but I think Southgate as well allowed the players to be a bit more free. I think he trusted them a bit more, and that really suited the likes of Rashford, Saka, um, and Foden especially. I thought he was really good at the World Cup, and it was just a shame that he didn't play more because you know Saka and Rashford were fantastic as well. So there's only two spots on the wings, and he doesn't want to play him in midfield. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it's just like the only reason I couldn't put him higher on this list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is funny because I put Enzo above him. It's just because I haven't seen a consistent period from Foden where he's hit those levels. He'll go. <laughs> I think Rohan's head is about to explode. <laughs> I know I've only seen like you know six months of of Enzo, um, but you know he's always great. And the thing with Enzo is he just always rises to the challenge. Foden, Champions League final. What did he do? Not win. Okay, right. that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I no mean, one did anything though. Yeah, yeah. Rodri sat on the bench. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think he was enjoying that. But yeah, no, that's that's the only reason. Um, and look, my reason for betting Enzo above him is just because I, hundred percent believe in Enzo. I'm so convinced by him, but I understand that it is based on a very short amount of time. And just like when I got over excited about Enketia, I could be wrong <laughs> on that. I'm definitely not like it. And let the records okay. show that I have Foden above Enzo, so it's not an agenda. True, true. She does. Wrong I can verify this. I can verify this. But you had him below Kulisevsky. so is that, is well, there an agenda? Perhaps. Not, I'm not <laughs> the important thing is everyone's got everyone's got Saka above Foden, <laughs> right? Yes. No. I do. <sighs> No, I don't. Um, I'll be honest. And not let you out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Me? Okay, I'll be honest. This one was pure spite. Sokka is a better player than Foden, (laughs) but I just couldn't do it. (laughs) I love that. I just couldn't do it. Uh, I'll admit it, but in writing, I will not admit it. Never. I can always come back and say this was a joke. This was a joke. For legal reasons, this is a joke. But, um, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I put I put Sokka um, in fourth and voted in third, which no one else did. So, Sokka, third in our list in general. I had him in fourth, Melina in first. So Melina yeah. in first? Wow. Yeah, yeah. That was... Has Melina forgotten someone's age, or, or do you rate him that highly? She rated him that highly. Yeah. Wow. Listen, so you didn't forget Harland? I am a hater, like, through and through. But <laughs> you, game got to respect game, you know? That kid is insane. Like, currently, yeah. his ceiling, like, there is no ceiling for him. I, He has the potential to be the best player in the world, not just in his position, player in the world. And I think, Gareth, you better hold on to that man with... Two hands firmly. Oh. Bring him to Pep. No, I, no he's gonna ruin really him. Bring him. No, get rid of Pep. I need to turn him into a robot. I need to turn him into a dead-eyed, soulless backpasser. <laughs> That's true potential. 
Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, I was Seven goals, four assists. Okay, Rohan. Put put him in the in the Mares model. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He'll yeah, he'll get you twenty goals. He'll get you twenty goals in a season, but they're not going to move you at all emotionally. <laughs> now I'm yeah. worried because I'm going to get somebody's age. Because now now I'm worried if I had a stinker. <laughs> no, you did didn't. You, oh, okay. Did you put Holland in? She, oh, yeah. she she has Holland. Okay, yeah, that's she just I, has I him in the like... in a surprising yeah. place in my eyes. In my eyes, in a surprising place. Wow, but yeah, Saka. I mean, just best right winger in the world, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. It's just got everything that you want from a winger. His work rate and defensive outlet is one of the reasons he's above any other right winger in, in the world. But then, like his outlet, the way he just consistently takes people on is constantly a danger. And even when Arsenal are playing like crap, he somehow still manages to play quite well. And I have to argue with idiot Liverpool fans who are obsessed with hating on Saka because they can't accept the fact that Salah is washed. <laughs> no, he's not. I, I still love Salah as well. But um, I've got this a beef with this one Liverpool fan on Twitter uh, about <laughs> Saka and Salah. And so I just, any chance I can get, I'll just diss Salah now, just, just out of spite against him. Uh, yeah. The Liverpool fan, not Salah himself, actually loves Salah. But yeah, anyway, I've gone off t- off topic. Saka my my thing is, uh, my only complaint, it's not really even a complaint, it's just more from like an analytical perspective. I can't remember Saka having a bad game, so I feel like I need to see him, A, either like in poor form, because I feel like that's where you can really compare a player to players in terrible form who is... Mm better between those two is how you can kind of see who's a better I mean, player. Or at, at, at the start of this season, the first like five, six games, a lot of people were saying he was playing badly. But the reality I was... I didn't he think was, he was playing badly. Though. No, he was still dropping seven out of tens, but I think that's, that's what I'm saying. level. I think like I he mean, brings so much to the game. Even if, he, even if he's not scoring or assisting, he brings so much to the game all the time. Yeah. He's a constant outlet. And that's yeah. why like people try and like slander him because oh he didn't he hasn't scored or assisted or whatever like people are doing this thing with Rashford now like, Rashford's better because he's got more goals and assists than uh, Saka and Martinelli combined and it's just like first of all they're just very different players but second of all Saka his game is so much more than that. he brings everything you want yeah, yeah. And that's what I was saying True. like I, I don't know what he's bad at like I he is so well rounded yeah. as a player like obviously he can get better he's only like what 21 22 but if he's he's this, bad at signing contracts. If he, he needs to sign a new contract at this age, <laughs> a city. what is he going to be in three years? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like that's unless he gets a bad injury. No, that is that is that is pretty terrifying. Yeah. All right. Our runner up, missing out on first place by actually just one point, second on everyone's list. So you first and actually only unanimous player. Reese James, My big Reese, which means we had Holland first, obviously at twenty-eight points. Molina, you had so I guess we'll kind of do both players, but I guess we'll start off with Reese James. You had Reese James above Holland. Um, how come? Um, because I love Reese James. No, I part of yeah. my reason for putting both Saka and Reese James above Holland. Yes, Holland is an incredible goal scorer. But outside of that, what does he do other than take up space? You know what I mean? Like, take he did it this past weekend, but I just, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying that at all. I just think when you look at overall play, the other two offer way more to their team 
And I also looked at, like, if you were to remove these players and put the backup in, how much of an effect would it have on the team? You take Reese James out of that Chelsea squad, you've seen what we've looked like for the last four months. You take Saka yeah. out of that team, God only knows what that looks like because we've never really seen him not play. You take Holland out, I don't know. I Like, the goals are going to come from somewhere, but... I mean, I we saw City be City arguably... City better without Holland. Yeah. But so he's just... He's that amount of goals. But that, yeah, but, I mean... But that's partially because City is such a great team. I think yeah. if you if you add Haaland into Arsenal um, and you take Saka out, I think exactly Arsenal what I was can say. still be a great team. If you add Haaland into Chelsea and you take Reese out, I think he can elevate them as well. So it's it's hard it's hard to compare. Like City were an amazing team, and I think people as well are saying, "Oh, City are worse with Haaland." It's not just the fact that Haaland's come in; it's the fact that Pep is playing a different style of football. He's mm-hmm. fallen out with certain players as well. Before the World Cup, City looked just as good. Obviously, like the play was different. The play style was different, but they were winning games. They were absolutely smashing it. Um, but then they dropped a few points and all of a sudden everyone just started blaming Haaland. And actually, I think there's so many other factors there um, besides Haaland. So I do think that's a little bit harsh. Um, but there is definitely truth to it that um, he's not as... like. Pep didn't get on, on along with Ibra, and I think if Haaland wasn't scoring as many goals as he is, which at some point it will dry up to some extent, you know, uh, Haaland's had a few games more recently where he hasn't scored. Maybe people are learning how to defend mm-hmm. against against City, and you know he'll still have like he still had that Wolves game where he scored a hat trick, was it not? Um, so he'll still have these ridiculous games, but. Yeah, maybe maybe people will start to to figure City out with Haaland because he is a little bit more one dimensional. But I do think there are other things going on there as well. And I think like if he breaks the Premier League top scorer's record, I just don't know how I can justify not putting him in number one. Uh, you know, it, it's and if he's on course to do that currently, he might not do it. Of course, um, he's it's still got a good what eight odd goals to go or something like that. So my my thing is I've I said before the season. <laughs> Holland coming in, it's either going to go really, really well or really, really bad. We all know the reasons why. But I and I don't like using the goal argument, but I, I mean, twenty five goals. In it's, the, no, it's is, insane. It's like, nuts. His, his goal nuts. and it is nuts. But the thing is, like, I he needs to to be part of the game more because we've seen him have games where he'll have like what. Four touches, and he'll have a goal. That that is the definition of efficiency as a striker. But all you have to do is not let Holland get the ball. Like that's not that simple, I know. But put three guys on him. Who cares? You know. In an that's idea. what some teams have been I mean, doing. I mean, that's that's what teams do. That's yeah. what teams are doing. And, and that's 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 my thing. I think that's what makes him. That that's what makes him so good. Like City aren't even playing the ball to him, and he's getting hat tricks. Like, he is not getting the ball over the top, which is his strongest attribute Ooh. as a striker. He's forced yeah. to play as, like... If he was in Liverpool's team, he would be 30-plus goals by now. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, if yeah. if you put him into that Liverpool team... Because he's better than Darwin, and he wouldn't miss the chances that Darwin's missed. And then and he, can he would finish. score I mean, an extra 10 on top of that as well. My thing is, I, I don't. you might feel differently, Molina. I'm, I'm curious to know how you feel, but... But if you give me the option in Ch- Chelsea's current team between Reese James and Holland, I think they benefit more with Erling Holland in that team. 
easy to say when you've been watching a Bamiyang all season. That's that's the reason, though. It's hard for me to say no, but, like, obviously I watch Chelsea way more in depth than, like, a non-Chelsea fan. Yeah. What Reese James brings to that team, you cannot replace it. Like, he, as good as he is defensively, he is good going forward. He scores goals. He Mm -hmm. makes goals happen. He is involved in every facet of play. And that, to me is so much more I, I don't maybe i'm like ptsd as a chelsea fan like nobody else is doing shit and my right back is doing literally <laughs> all of it so i'm not used to players just having to do one thing but to me that is more of like the contributions to the team and what you mean to the team i, I don't know I, you i could be so off base here and honestly the margins are like razor thin i'm not saying like one is leaps and bounds better than the other I just I know what Reese James brings to this team, and as much as I love Aspilicueta, it, it's just not enough. Not enough. Yeah, he's old as shit. Yeah, he's old as shit. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I I think like I think if you take that if you put the second string player into that position, how does that affect the team? <laughs> it's the difference between Chelsea getting top four and tenth. Yeah, but but like, City have. City, they they have that entire star cast. I mean, we literally won the league last year without Holland and basically the same exact squad. Um, so so I, I think it's kind of hard to make that argument. I mean, I think Reese James is definitely the best fullback in the world, or has potential to be the best fullback in the world, assuming he doesn't get injured. Um, that's the only yeah. thing holding him back. I think, yeah, I think in terms of ability. That's literally like the only drawback to his game. Yeah. Like he's a complete fullback. Defend, perfect. Attack, slightly worse than Trent. But I mean, that's an incredible standard. Um, Even then, like when it comes to like, uh, um, if you if you, I think Trent's crossing when he's on it and when the team are on it, like on top of their form. I, I don't want to talk about recently because Trent's actually not been that great in that aspect more recently. But when it, when he's on it, we know he's at like his best. I think in terms of the, the long passing and the crossing, um, he's better. But Reese actually his effectiveness in he's, yeah, he's the attacking, and it's not even just direct goals or assists. I think his link up play uh, to create and even just his runs um, to create space as well are, are really really effective. I've had that debate so many times. I don't, I don't want to go down that road. Reese is better than Trent for me all round. Yeah, no, I agree. Question. I agree. But yeah, I agree. It's going forward, I think it's that. closer than people think as well. But um, what, what I wanted to say about those three players, Saka, Haaland, and Reese James, is you can make an argument they're all the best in the world at their position. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think for Reese and Saka, they are the best in their position. For Haaland, it's harder because are you going to count Mbappe as a striker? Are you going to call it I like don't. a forward or whatever? And then are you going to talk about Lewandowski? Um, Kane is a more complete player, but doesn't get as many goals. There's, that's another argument. But you can argue Haaland is the number one in the world. And I'll so that's oh, the thing. It's, it's hard to then compare, be like, they're all the best in their position or one of the best in their position. Um, so then how do you compare which is the most important? Because you go back a couple of years, people would have told you fullback is like the least important. Like you can kind of put your water carriers at fullback. Um, but then players like Reese Trent have kind of shown how much you can actually get from those players. Um, a lot of top teams have fairly average wingers, um, but then someone like Saka can show you the difference that someone like that can make. And of course, everyone knows what a clinical goal scorer can do for you. But then 
City are also showing, despite having that, they look a worse team than last year. And again, there's other factors for that. But um, it's just a, a very, very difficult debate to have because they are all so good at what they do that it's like who you want to put first kind of comes down to how you see it. I kind of can't look past those goals because I just see that is such... Goals are like... They're not the hardest... People always say they're the hardest thing to do in football. I don't think that's true. I think dictating a game is harder than scoring a bunch of goals. I think it's harder to be shabby than it is to be Kevin Phillips, who scored like 30-odd goals uh, a couple of times. Um, you know, so I think like there are certain aspects which are harder. But the most valuable thing in football is goals. And someone who can just guarantee you that amount of goals is just so, so valuable and yeah. hard for me to overlook. But then I completely see what Molina is saying as well in that yeah. everything that Reese brings to a team to improve that Chelsea team really, it gets understated a lot. Um, and people don't, people just kind of see him as, oh, he's a good defender. and He's decent going forward. He's incredible going forward. He's the best defensive fullback in the world, in my opinion, like defensively, he's not a defensive fullback, but you get what I'm saying. And then like even his help when he, uh, when it comes to dictating the play um, and stuff like that from, from out wide, when he does invert, he can do that as well. And it's just like, I don't think there's anything he could play in midfield. He could play at center back. He could play at right back. He could play on the right wing as well. And he would be amazing in all of those. He is such a well-rounded footballer. It's unreal. So, it's hard for me to like completely argue against what Melina is saying as well. It's just for me personally, I just can't look past those goals. That's why I put Haaland at one. Closing thoughts, Molina. Yeah, I I agree, and I'm not saying like I don't think Holland is like really good, and obviously he is. And every time I think like 25 goals in what 22 games, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, holy shit, how do you do that? You know, <laughs> yeah. the crazier it becomes. 21 games. 21 games, excuse me. Um, but yeah, I just... Four assists as well. What Gareth is saying, it's like, what do you value more in a, in a player? Um, and obviously, like, that's going to sound stupid because, like, you value your fullback over a goal machine. It's just like... I don't know. I, I think it's Chelsea PTSD. It, it, I mean, that could be how important Reese James is. Like, that could just mm. define how good Reese James is, that you value him actually more than, a, more than Holland. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <sighs> They're all fucking fantastic, you know, so. <laughs> They're all so good. They're yeah. all so good. And they're all um, younger than me. Yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> what? They're all younger than me. Um, I, I still got them beat. Ugh, God. Um, Young hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Young hand, um, some man. No, just just on that Holland Reese James debate, I think it also goes back to what Gareth was saying. It's kind of impossible to value a defender and then a striker, and then be like, "Who's better?" You yeah. know, you mm. talk you talk about different play styles. Like these are completely different play styles. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, in insanely so. Exactly. Um, but I, I just think like what you value in the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's at the end of the day, what do you value more? I mean, obviously, Molina's a Chelsea fan. I'm a City fan, so we're going to back our own players. Um, but let us know your thoughts, guys. I had I thought this was a great episode, I so be sure to drop five stars if, if you enjoyed today's content. And we'll see you guys next time.